Hey, business building warrior, welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim, and today I have a guest with me, although I didn't turn on the cameras for this one, but you can just trust me. He's here. You'll meet him in just a moment. You may recognize his name. He's actually the leading replens expert in our community. He's the one who came up with the modules that are currently in the Proven Amazon course that help you learn the replens model. And as a quick refresher, that's where we start the vast majority of our new students. Regardless of where you live in the world, we start you out selling replens, typically in the United States, from anywhere in the world. Yes, this is an international opportunity. We have hundreds of success stories, dozens of recent success stories from around the world right on this podcast. If you go to our free Facebook group, you'll see hundreds of stories. You can scroll through them. We've actually tagged them so you can see the real people around the world who are using the replens model that Jimmy really spelled out for us not too long ago. And it's one of the dozens of great modules inside the Proven Amazon course. So now that I've given you a quick refresher on what replens are and who Jimmy is, he's doing such a great job. He's creating content constantly. He joined us today to talk about some of the new projects he's working on. Of course, still fully focused on replens, but some of the other challenges that we're seeing in the business model, uh, some of the useful books that we're reading, some of the thoughts that we have about where replens are going and what trends we're seeing. It's just always good to get him on the show. A couple of the things that come up during our discussion today are his legends experience. And what that is, legends is a group. It's kind of a subgroup of our bigger group. It's a paid, monthly paid group. And there's a link in the show notes today, provenamazoncourse.com slash legends is where you can go. It's several hundred people. Instead of being in a group of 70,000, you step into a few hundred. It's a little more intimate. They have a lot of specialized training and things going on throughout the week. And they even get together live from time to time. It's just a community if you want to kind of get to know people who are kind of truly at the heart of our community, that's one really good way to do it. He talks about how that's how he got his start. So we talk about that a little bit today. We talk about some of the challenges that we're seeing right now and how to overcome them with the replens model. But what about some of the shortages on the shelves and you know supply chain issues? How can we go through the, our current inventory and look for opportunities? Some very creative ideas. It was just some time spent kind of discussing through where his business is and where he sees things heading, as well as some really good book examples of the stuff that we both kind of agreed, yeah, you should probably be reading this just to kind of prepare for what's coming next. He also has a new website that he's launching with free content, free resources. We're super excited to promote him and all the other great leaders on our team as they branch out and do great, cool new things. So Take a look at askjimmysmith.com. You're going to be seeing a lot of new content there as he produces that. But overall, it was just really good hanging out with a good friend who is definitely a leader in this community who's established himself with a lot of respect. And I think you're going to get a lot of value out of this episode, regardless of where you're at on the spectrum. If you're brand new, even if this is your first episode that you've ever listened to this show, or if you've been in our Facebook group a while, maybe you have the Proven Amazon course or you're a coaching student. There's some great stuff here for you today, too. This is one of those across-the-board good episodes. So let's get Jimmy on the line. I put a link, one last thing, in the show notes to some of his past episodes of what he says today kind of resonates and you want to go back and listen to his journey. We've got links to some of the other times where he's appeared on this program. 
over the past couple of years, it really kind of helps piece together a story that's pretty fascinating to follow. So let's jump over there and get Jimmy Smith on the line with me now. All right, Jimmy, welcome back. It's been a while, man. Yeah, I know. It's crazy. It's uh, good to be back. I really appreciate it. It's always exciting to come on the podcast, talk to you. Um, and yeah, just you know, be in any way I can to serve the community. Yeah, well, you, you've been one of those emerging servant leaders for a while around here, man. And you've done some great stuff. So many success stories have strings tied back to content you've shared, strategies, ideas, the replens model, like I talked about in the introduction already. So I won't repeat myself, but get us up to speed. What have you been working on? What's going well right now? Give us all, if you will, as well, the, the state of affairs in the replens universe as well. Yeah. So uh, what's great about replens is that even with the changing economies and all the different issues that come up, replens is still consistent. I can't think of the word. What's the word? Consistently. I'm Consistently. Thank you. There Sorry, we go. I was sick I'm last week. I'm a mind week, reader so. too. <laughs> <laughs> I was sick last week. I think it's the sick brain that I have. But yeah, so it's consistently still been um, something that we can rely on. Replens are always and have always been something that uh, we've been able to rely on in our business and continue to grow with as well. So it's been uh, a really fun ride even over the last couple of years while everything's been crazy to see replens be something that we can rely on and can continue to grow as well into different, um, you know, different revenue streams into our business. Uh, also, like wholesale, right? The things Rich Potter's doing with wholesale and and that whole course right. that you guys have put out. Uh, it's amazing to see how replens can turn into uh, that type of a business, that size of a business, uh, and consistently. So, yeah, that's that's pretty much the state of affairs. Is replens has been the same for the most part, with some little tweaks here and there, ever since we came out with the content, and uh, it's just a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, we continue to see great success stories, if not daily, several per week, through the coaching program, through the course, the proven Amazon course, and the the beginner module we put everybody through is. Replens, you got to learn it. It helped me connect the dots between replens and wholesale. Other people have heard me talk about that, but how does a replens foundation, understanding of the replens model, help you as you step into wholesale? Talk me through that from your vantage point. Oh, absolutely. So wholesale is something that that we've done in our business for the last couple of years as well. It's actually grown to be about 20 or 25% of our sales, you know? And so basically what it does from a replant standpoint, if you're out there and you're looking at uh, the products that you have in your uh, inventory, you can see which ones are selling the best, which ones have the highest profits, and also which ones are starting to have issues crop up from a competition standpoint. And so that's where Rich Potter's content uh, has been very helpful in seeing the opportunities that you have with your current replans and seeing how you can help those brands to be more become more established on the Amazon platform, create more consistency, and you can be the one to go out and, and do that and work with these brands. So for us, the majority of our wholesale accounts, uh, I would probably say about 80% of them, 80 to 85%, started as replenishable products that we found in a store. And our very first big account came because that store stopped stocking that replen. And we were like, okay, we need to find this again. And so we just reached out to the distributor. We worked out a semi-exclusive agreement uh, to be able to sell their products and help them uh, on Amazon. And that's where the power of replens uh, can be utilized uh, to turn into wholesale accounts because you have all this data in your account. You know what sells, you know uh, what customers are looking for. You also know what's running out of stock at stores. And so going to those distributors, going to the brands directly and working with them uh, is extremely powerful. And it's also 
I hear a rumor a lot of times that wholesale is less profitable than uh, you know some of the arbitrage stuff. But for us, it honestly has a higher average ROI than the rest of our products uh, because of the uh, wholesale products that we are purchasing. So our average ROI on wholesale is about 87%, whereas across our entire inventory is around 70% return on investment. So for every dollar we're spending, we're getting 70 cents in return on our whole inventory. For every dollar we're spending in wholesale, though, we're getting 87 cents back. So getting more profit for each of the products. So it's pretty cool to see the power of wholesale. I actually just had somebody reach out to me that I had reached out to a couple of years ago and done a brand uh, review with them to discuss potentially being the wholesale partner. And they reached out to me just uh, this week and was like, hey, I think it's time for us to revisit this discussion. So I don't know what they did over the last couple of years. Uh, I don't know why they didn't go with us two years ago, but for whatever reason, they reached out. And so it's, it's pretty cool uh, to see that kind of work start to come to fruition as well uh, in our own replens and, and wholesale business. I think with wholesale, the, the visual I have is you kind of step out of the noise a little bit of the, the replens model is a real churn. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm adding 20 new replens this month or... 50 new replans and next month I'm going to lose 10% of those. And if I don't add any new ones for six or eight months, well, I've, I've lost 20, 30% or more of my replans potentially. And there's some that this lasts for months and years, and there's others that kind of come and go. But this is stepping out of the noise and the churn a little bit into something a little more stable, a little more relational. And you mentioned finding replans or finding wholesale opportunity rather within your existing replan list. Mm -hmm. I know something that Rich is teaching as well in the course is just digging through Amazon and Mm -hmm. looking for certain traits that identify products that are good potential wholesale, you know, like, oh, there's a winner. And he teaches very specifically. So he's got a, he's got a virtual assistant. That's all they do on Mondays is find a huge list of great winners. And then they reach out to them the rest of the week and land about 15, 20% of them. Incredible model. So I'm super excited about replans kind of leaning into the to wholesale model. We've got a large community of people, several thousand at this point, who understand replans. And to those who maybe don't, and maybe this is their first episode, we'll explain. I'll put some links in the show notes to some of the other replans oriented discussions. If you go back and listen to pretty much any of the testimonial episodes from the past year, 90% of them are replens episodes, which one of our students talking about their replen journey. So for the new sellers, we're not trying to confuse you with the lingo here. But yeah, I'm super excited about where things are going. And, and replens continues to be the foundation. I've even here's another third way that replens ties to wholesale. I think we've identified two so far, but another one is if you've got a product and you reach out to that's doing well as a replen, and you reach out to the distributor, manufacturer, and you get a list of their other products, you know how to find the winners. Yeah. Right. You know how to read the graph, read the chart and pick out of those hundred products, the eight winners that like, oh, those are gold, right? You can, and you can do that fairly rapidly. So that's another skill set that I think you have, you've introduced our community to, and you've, you've very methodically spelled it out. So what else are you working on though, man? What else is on your radar? What do you got coming up? Yeah, I've got a lot of different stuff that I've been working on. I wanted to start to produce a little bit more content uh, for free on my own website and YouTube channel. And so just having content out there where people can go and, and see visually, you know, what they should be doing, uh, some basic Keepa content, some basic, you know, just Amazon content in general uh, for people to go and, and watch and read on. So, you know, I've got that at my website, askjimmysmith.com and the same YouTube channel by that same name, Ask Jimmy Smith. So that's been uh, a lot of fun. I've just started 
started doing it. So there's not a ton of uh, videos up there yet, but it will continue to grow and evolve. But yeah, and I'm still continuing to add tons of value to our Replens Facebook group, the private one, where they get exclusive content. We just talked about profit first and, and cash flow uh, the other day. And that's something that is completely private into that group uh, at this point. And so I'm just continually trying to add and serve in any way that I can those, those Replens methods. So yeah, that's pretty much what I've been working on. And I'll stick links to all that in the show notes as well. But uh, I love that you've kind of emerged your story. You know, I'll put links to other episodes you've been on too, rather than recapping your whole story. I think it would be fascinating for people to kind of go back through and listen to the episodes that you've been on this podcast. It kind of documents out the journey of being a legend member mm-hmm. and you know, kind of new to all of this. And that's not that long ago. Mm-mm. And I uh, mentioned legends, link to that in the show notes too. What a family that is. I'm not going to dive into it right now, but uh, just a smaller community, more intimate. And, and you kind of emerged from there as a leader. You wrote a book. You really documented out the replan strategy in a way that no one else had. And we created the course. And um, you've just emerged as a real leader around here. So I love every opportunity I get to have you come back on the show. You've, you've hosted a few shows. I consider this every bit as much the leaders around here just for the listener's sake, so they can hear me say it out loud. They've heard me say it before, but I don't consider this my platform. It's a platform that's been built by many people doing the heavy lifting. And Jimmy, you're among those. So Mm -hmm. thank you for helping build this community and make it what it is. But I want to dive a little bit more into, you talked about Ask Jimmy Smith. And I know you're a guy who's, you're slow to self-promote. You're kind of, you're, you're very humble for sure, but you're, you're kind of cautious about, oh, do I talk about myself here? I want to hear from your heart what you hope to accomplish through askjimmysmith.com. What's God leading you into? Where's your heart on these things? I want people to hear and get to know you a little bit better, maybe than a different way than they ever have before. Yeah. So for whatever reason, I've, I've just kind of felt led to start doing this. You know, I, I've been producing the content for the Replens course and the book and all that for the last couple of years and never really felt like, hey, I should have my own websites or uh, do my own YouTube channel or any of that kind of stuff. But for whatever reason, I'm still unsure, but I wanted to actually start to utilize the email list that has come from the book and other things that I've done and start to create more free content out there. And one of the things that I've done, I also work with Josh Tolley on different things. So for those of you that don't know, he wrote the book Evangelpreneur. And I know, Jim, you've talked about that book uh, on here a few different times. But one of the things that Josh discusses is branding. And basically what I have come up with as what my brand is, just for me personally, what I want my brand to be, and I wrote it out, so I'm going to read it. um, And I've had this for a while, is that I want to help people to start, grow, and scale their e-commerce and traditional businesses from a biblical perspective while securing and protecting their capital in the process. Because there's a bunch of stuff that I do there. But ultimately, from a biblical perspective is, is kind of the direction that I am going. And I've got my podcast, the Biblical Business Leaders Podcast. I just started a, a biblical business intensive. It's in beta though. I've got a few awesome guys in uh, the program right now. And I'm going to be uh, building that and growing that a little bit more. But That's really the heart behind it. I have no idea where this is going to go, but ultimately I wanted to provide as much uh, value and service as I can for for those of you that are out there just trying to get going on Amazon. This is the place that I wanted to do it from was was from my website and the YouTube channel and just kind of see uh, where God's leading me. You know, there's so many different things. Right now I'm just trying to take it day by day and see uh, where it is that, that I'm being taken by God. So that's really the heart that I have behind it. I want to continue to serve 
as best I can everyone that's in the community right now. You know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's where I'm going. Yeah, we're we're finding new and creative ways to to kind of serve at scale. Mm-hmm. And every time we we start to think around here, you know, this is just me kind of observing from the, the leader of a fairly large community. I'm sure there's probably people listening to this podcast. You probably fall into a few different camps as listeners. Some people are listening, maybe this is their first episode, and they're like, "Here with these guys," and never heard of them before. And you got other people who probably have the perspective of, "Man, you guys really are influencing a lot of people." And we do have a lot of people in our community. But something you and I were talking about before I even started this recording was. It's such a blue ocean out there. There's just so much incredible opportunity. We could continue to scale at a ridiculous level and still have the vast majority of the people in this space even have no clue who we are. And that's fine. That just means the opportunity is huge. So I love to see the leaders in our community, the people that have earned our trust, who've proven they know what they're talking about, step up into new leadership roles and to attach a, a biblical vision to that. Uh, which is where I kind of want to go next. But just so everyone knows, you and and all the moderators and coaches on our team as well, just such incredible leaders and great people. So when I get a chance to highlight what it is you're up to and where you you feel like you're being led by God, we're going to talk about it on this show because I know there's just so much opportunity out there and, and the things you have to share are going to bring new people into this community that need to be here. So Super exciting to see that happening. But I'm going to throw you some curveballs. We didn't, I mean, we spent maybe 45 seconds talking about what we're going to do today. So here's one that I want to drop on folks. And I don't spend a lot of time talking with guests about this. They hear my perspective, but not the guests. Okay, so here's the question. You mentioned a biblical perspective on business. You mentioned that great book by our friend Josh Tolley, Evangelpreneur. I'll stick a link in the show notes. But if you had to sum up and make your case, let's say I'm a guy that's kind of sitting here with my arms crossed a little bit and like, oh, here goes Christians talking about Bible and business. Just give me the good stuff, guys. I don't need that spiritual stuff. Like, how would you respond to that? I know what I say, and I know this is a bit of a curveball question, but we don't expect people to be Christians to benefit from this podcast and from what we share. What would you say? How would you respond to that question to someone who's maybe not necessarily the same worldview we are, but we want to validate, man, these biblical principles you should be paying attention. What would you say to that? Yeah, I mean, so there's a couple of different things for anybody, especially that's not of the same worldview uh, that we are. The Bible has so many different topics that are pertinent from any standpoint of living. And that goes to business as well, from how we should conduct ourselves with employees to how we should even outsource and scale. And that's a topic that's specifically addressed in the Old Testament that you you can't do everything yourself and you need to grow a team. There's uh, And it's not stated that way, but it's, it is discussed. There's so many different topics in the Bible that just relate to a business standpoint as well as a service standpoint. And I know that you've talked about it before, Jim, the the word avodah, which means work. It also means worship and service. And so just the standpoint from a Christian perspective that whenever we're working and we're serving other people, we're also worshiping and serving God uh, whenever we do that with Him in mind and with that intention. So there's so much in the Bible. I mean, money is talked about I don't remember how many times, but it's one of the most um, talked about topics in the Bible. It's, it's, money. it's twice as much as love and prayer combined. I think it's over <laughs> a thousand times. Like love and prayer shows up 500 times and money and business shows up a thousand, something like that. Wow. That's, that's insane. I can never remember those stats, but it's always crazy to see because there's just, 
there's so much wisdom in the Bible, whether or not you, you know, are a Christian, there's still a ton of things that you can glean from the Bible. And I highly recommend reading it. Uh, it's honestly, the thing that's crazy to me about the Bible, even from a Christian perspective or non-Christian perspective, is that the Bible is one of those books, or it's the only book, I would probably say, that anyone would pick up They'll read one chapter and not read the rest of the book. They'll just open it to the middle and see what's there. But there's so much value and wisdom to the whole entirety of it, right? I mean, if you went to a, a surgeon and they're like, oh yeah, I know about the surgery. I read one chapter out of this whole book on this uh, specific type of thing. That would kind of scare you a little bit. So you want your, your surgeon, you want your person to read the whole entire book. I highly recommend taking the time to do that, whether or not you're a Christian, because there is so much value there. But anyway, uh, that's to get off my soapbox. That's always something that's uh, been kind of uh, crazy to think about is that a lot of people use it as, as a way to just look into one specific verse or one specific topic when there's so much to the entirety of it. So yeah, from a biblical perspective, uh, you can apply so many different principles to your businesses in terms of how to you know handle yourself, how to handle employees and customers and serve properly and handle your money, all kinds of different topics that can come out of the Bible. Pardon the brief interruption. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but I want to tell you about our latest sponsor, Celix.com. By the time you finish listening to this episode, a new competitor could have come on the scene and start selling on Amazon. How are you going to beat them? Well, having a great product may not be enough anymore. You need a great pay-per-click campaign as well. That's what Celix does, PPC analysis. That's why Celix has teamed up with leading global pay-per-click experts to create the best Amazon PPC evaluation tool in the industry. And it's available for free to listeners of this show if you go to Celix.com slash silent sales. That's Celix, S-E-L-L-I-C-S dot com slash silent sales. This evaluation tool is built on aggregated and anonymized Amazon PPC data representing over $2.5 billion in ad spend across 170,000 products. It's been tested a lot. Every month, you'll get an email that breaks down your advertising performance, compares it to the competition in your category, and shows you the exact changes you should make in order to improve any underperforming ASINs. This will help lower your ad spend. Plus, all listeners of this show who use the tool also qualify for a free bonus call with an expert, a PPC expert. That's a $400 value. So get your campaigns evaluated. Claim your call today for free by visiting sellix.com slash silent sales. That's S-E-L-L-I-C-S dot com slash silent sales. Let's get back to the show. So yeah, from a biblical perspective, uh, you can apply so many different principles to your businesses in terms of how to you know handle yourself, how to handle employees and customers and serve properly and handle your money, all kinds of different topics that can come out of the Bible. Great answer, man. And good job with kind of a, a curveball from a baseball player, right? What do you think of Atlanta winning the World Series, by the way? Not to get off on that too much. I'm not a baseball guy, but we, I imagine like that was a pretty exciting series. Did you enjoy it? Uh, so I actually didn't watch it all. Uh, once the the Cardinals were out of it, I was like, you know what? I can't take the time to watch it all. But I hard um, cards guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it was it was good to see the the Braves won one. I mean, uh, I've True. always the Braves have always kind of been a rival to me with with St. Louis, uh, just because okay. we meet them, you know, sometimes uh, in the the playoffs pretty regularly. But 
Houston was always a rival with St. Louis too. So uh, it's, it's good to you see. You lost the Raiders, interest the in. I got yeah. you. Yeah. You see that baseball's not my sport. We talk basketball, football, I get a little more mm-hmm. interested, but you know, okay. So we're, we're talking, I'm going to take a step at answering my own question here that I just threw at you too, is just a couple observations. One of them is like, okay, if someone has a different worldview than we do, they don't see the Bible as an inspired word from God. They just see it as a book written a long time ago by a bunch of dudes that are dead now and may or may not even be relevant anymore, right? Like if that's your starting point premise, the thing I like to say is, and there's a book, I'm going to lean to my left and grab it real quick for those who aren't watching. Give me just a second. I wasn't planning on doing this today at all, by the way. I just happened to be flipping through this book, uh, Thou Shall Prosper is the name of the book by Daniel Lappin. You hear me reference business secrets from the Bible as well. I'll stick those in the show notes. There's going to be a lot of links in the notes today to good books. But one of the things that he does in Thou Shall Prosper is he talks about this uh, concept. I'm pretty sure that's the book he hits it. The author Lappin talks about this longitudinal study. And a longitudinal study is looking at a people group over a long period of time and seeing, okay, based on the tests and the hypothesis, you know, the things that we do to this group, where do they end up? You'll see these Harvard studies. We followed the same group of 30-year-olds for 40 years and we watched them into their 70s and these things happened because they did this and this. The people who exercised lived longer, et cetera, right? Well, there's actually the world's longest longitudinal study is a study of the Hebrew people, the Hebrew nation, the way they did things, the biblical values that helped build Western civilization. It's ingrained into so much of what we do, so many of the things that the way we operate as a culture. And when you start to connect the dots and you see, here's what works and here's what doesn't, it's pretty phenomenal. And the business, specifically the business advice, you're crazy to ignore it. It is just so foundationally correct. Uh, Understanding human nature is vital to succeed in business. And it just nails it. And again, regardless of your worldview, I've had Muslims and atheists come up to me and say, hey, thanks for those business strategies you pulled from the Bible. It's awesome. That stuff just works because it does. It's, it's that, so that's me making a strong case. And again, I think you and I could probably talk for a few hours on that. But I just wanted to, to give us both a chance to kind of speak from the heart about why it is we keep referencing back to the Bible. Yes, it's because we're Christians. Yes, it's because we believe the message. But it doesn't matter what your worldview is, this stuff just works. So the references that we're giving you guys today, I think the, where I would start you would be Business Secrets from the Bible by Daniel Lappin. My second favorite book of all time outside the Bible itself for business people. And uh, it doesn't, again, doesn't matter what your worldview is. I think it'll really open your eyes to what it is we're talking about here. So, well, what else you got on your mind, man? I know we've got, I'm not sure at what point this episode will come out, but we've got an event coming up December 2nd and 3rd, 2021. We're putting it together pretty quick. It's just a few weeks out, but I think we're going to be able to pull it off pretty well. You're going to be speaking there, probably talking about some replan strategies. What else is on your radar? Anything else on your calendar for that? I'll I'll stick a link to that in the show notes too as well. So people can plan to join us there. We're going to have a very low ticket price. And actually, before I turn it over to you on that, Jimmy, um, it's going to be free for all of our coaching students, all of our proven Amazon course students all of our legends members, we're making it free for all those guys. So it's going to be a really nice, big crowd. Good chance to hang out with some cool people as we get into the Christmas season. But what else is on your mind, man? What else pops in your head? 
Yeah. So uh, a couple things in terms of updates, you know, uh, coming out with a second edition of the book. So Side Hustle, the full-time income, or that'll probably be out early 2022. So I'm excited for that. Some of the things that have changed. And other than that, uh, right now, I think a big issue that I've seen with a lot of uh, Amazon sellers lately, especially arbitrage sellers, but it also goes into wholesale and private label even, is supply chain issues. And so I know that we had wanted to discuss that a little bit if we've got time to. Uh, just kind yes. of some of the suggestions that Thanks I have. Thanks for the reminder. Yeah, we were supposed yeah. to hit that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So basically what I wanted to, to talk about with that is, you know, I've seen a lot of people in the replens group and other groups as well that are going to stores and they're seeing empty shelves. And it depends on what area of the country you're in. You're going to have more of this or less of this. But ultimately, I think that it, it lends to great opportunities that most people might uh, ignore. But for some initial, I guess, suggestions that I would give for how to handle this first is first and foremost, I would suggest that you build up your existing inventory. So you want to start looking at the products. Whenever you go to, uh, let's just say Walmart, for example, whenever you go to a store and you find your products there, I would start to buy uh, extra of those because it's very likely that the supply chain could you know, slow down and they might end up running out of stock. So if you're running out of stock of a certain item and you go to a store and you see it in stock, buy some extra because the uh, supply chain across the country has shown that it's going to continue to run out of stock in different areas. And so it's a little bit safer to buy some extra stock of certain things. But only do that if you've got the cash flow for it, right? So if you're a new business and you don't have as much cash flow for it, then the best thing you can do is to start to diversify your inventory and start to look at other products. It gives you the opportunity to say, okay, well, these things aren't here. Let me look at the uh, areas around uh, this, this shelf so that I can uh, find some new replens. And uh, you're going to be able to do that fairly, I hate to say fairly easily, but it is a simple process. It takes hard work. But because of everybody shopping online, there are now more products online than ever and more people buying odds and ends types of products than we've seen in the past. And so that's where the opportunity is continuing to grow is because there are now more products being added to the Amazon platform. There are now more uh, brands that are seeing Amazon and e-commerce as a viable space. And so they're bringing products to the marketplace. So look for new replens if you haven't been doing that already. So those are the first two. I've got three other ones, but I don't know if you wanted to add anything to that at all, Jim. Well, I don't know if I'm going to take anything off your list. I want to hear your full list. But one of the one of the thoughts I had as you were talking through it is I just wanted to remind everyone, especially if you're new to the replens model, one of the beauties of that model is in no scenario are you spending, say, $500 and getting a big goose egg on the other side. Like, oh man, I shouldn't have bought that inventory. No, the worst case scenario is you sell it all for $480 instead of making selling it for 700 making a few bucks or 900 right? That's your worst case scenarios are fairly break-even type of scenarios. So with that in mind, what Jimmy just said is, go ahead and buy a few extra. If you got to drop the price and clear amount at some point, okay, no harm done because you, you made money for a few months and now you're selling kind of breaking even. That's the beauty of the model is over the long term, you're just not losing big on anything and you're potentially either breaking even or winning big on everything that you buy. So that, I just want to remind folks, yeah, there's just to back up what you just said, go a little deeper than maybe you're used to because next time you go back to the store, they may not have it there. I love that strategy suggestion. 
Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. So to go into the next three, because uh, I want to make sure that uh, you know we don't run out of time here. But the the next one would be uh, finding backup suppliers. So this gives you the opportunity if you're typically shopping at one or two stores and you're seeing that you're having stock run low, well, start to look at other stores or other suppliers or other ways to get that inventory, maybe through wholesale or through distributors, so that you can uh, have alternative options. Uh, whenever you do find those backup suppliers, if it's out of stock, it at uh, Walmart, well, maybe it's in stock at your regional grocery store at a little bit of a higher price, but that higher price will also reflect on Amazon uh, because it's out of stock at Walmarts and other stores across the country. So use the opportunity now to diversify your supplier base uh, because that's going to give you a lot more flexibility, not just now when supply chain issues are a problem, but also in the future. If if and when the supply chain is, is fixed and there's a lot more products out there, it's still best to have multiple supply Buyers, multiple new replens that you can go out and buy and sell. And so that would be my third option is just use this app as an opportunity to look at other stores or suppliers. Okay. Oh, I promise I won't interrupt you in your fourth and fifth. I'll let you yeah, just fly. Good. But it, speaking of diversifying your, your options when sourcing product, we're in the process right now of hiring another great leader from our community. I'm not going to give you her name because it's irrelevant to the story. At the appropriate time, we may tell the full story, but they travel a lot with their kids. And they're going to start doing shopping for us all over the country. We just shared our shopping list. It's like, hey, if you see this stuff, buy it. <laughs> and so there are places and regions where, you know, we're kind of all regional here in my shopping team. Well, they're going to be all over the country doing that sourcing for oh. us. So it, it's an opportunity to create that kind of, if you have friends in another city, another state, another region, put them to work, share your shopping list, have them go to work, teach them how to send those those uh, shipments in and create opportunity for them and you. So yeah, okay, let's keep it going though. Absolutely. No, I love that. So yeah, the next one would be uh, make note of what's missing on your store's shelves, essentially, right? If you're going to your stores and you're seeing you know, shelves that are bare, well, take pictures of those. See what those products are. Look them up. Uh, maybe you can find new replens that are at those other stores, right? You can take this specific tip of looking at the things that are out of stock, which means people are buying them enough that uh, the stores you're typically going to can't keep enough in stock. So where can you find those products now? But also uh, maybe there is an opportunity for a wholesaler distributor relationship from those new products that you haven't looked at in the past. So uh, if you've never shopped in a specific aisle before, but you walk past that aisle and you see, oh, half the shelves are empty, well, maybe it makes sense to take pictures, uh, go home, research those products that are on the tags of the empty shelves and see if you can find them either online, you can find them at a different supplier locally, uh, or you can find them uh, in a wholesale relationship of some sort. Great. And then lastly, I would say price accordingly. And the reason I, I wanted to bring this up and you know, from a consumer standpoint, it's a difficult one to talk about because prices are going up in the stores. But that means we also need to price accordingly in our businesses uh, on Amazon. So we need to make sure that we're looking at potentially raising the price and not allowing our repricers to match the buy box as much. We probably want them to match plus a couple percentage points higher. And I know that Jim, you just did a podcast episode, uh, I don't, depending on when this comes out, I'm not sure when, but you did one with Be Cool. So Be Cool and other repricers can reprice higher than the buy box for you. I think now is the time to really take a look uh, for sure at doing that just for the sake of people running out of stock and stores running out of stock of these products, it's better to be a little bit higher because as people sell out of that lower price, 
you're going to have the next higher price to take advantage of that buy box. So uh, that would be my my last suggestion in these uh, crazy times with the supply chain. And yeah, it's if people start to look at this as an opportunity, not as uh, something that's a detriment or makes it more difficult, but there's so much opportunity out there uh, with replans, with wholesale, because of these supply chain issues, because so many consumers are going to e-commerce and Amazon and, and uh, just getting used to that. It's crazy to see the opportunity that's coming. Uh, We're constantly seeing new uh, and more um, success stories and testimonials coming out of the courses and the the book. And so it's it's an exciting time still. And so I hope people take the opportunity to learn more about replens, take the opportunity to uh, get used to reading Keepa and and selling on Amazon, and then they can start to use some of those tips to flourish and grow into wholesale or other methods of, of selling online. Very well done. I love that list. And you mentioned uh, the opportunity hidden in the, let's call it the opposition, because that's actually, to use a biblical example, it, this is from Hebrew, the opposition always brings with it opportunity to the extent that the opposition is difficult and large and hairy and kind of hard to deal with. That's the size of the opportunity that's associated with it. The bigger the opposition, the bigger the opportunity, in other words. Mm-hmm. And so we are seeing some pretty significant opposition from many different angles right now. Well, that just means it's a it's it's a huge opportunity that's presented if you can stay focused on what it is that we're doing, what it is that we're building around here. And I think our team does as good a job as anyone in the industry of keeping people focused on, hey, here's the opportunities. Yeah, we could all go complain tomorrow about all the different inflation and maybe the politics aren't where you want them to be and this this new charge and these taxes. And but if you stay focused on the opportunity, it arguably has never been better than it is right now. The future forecast looks really bright. And that's one of the reasons I brought you on today too, is just to kind of touch base on, you know, what is the state of this opportunity? So very well done. Appreciate you spending time on that, Jimmy. And I know we both have other calls popping up and up opportunities and obligations <laughs> for the day, but uh, I, or we could probably go on quite a bit today, but I really appreciate you coming on today, man. Any final thoughts before I wrap this one up and talk to the listeners? Yeah. So my final thought, I mean, just after what you just said, it was, it kind of came up is that the people that I've seen be the most successful in anything, um, focus on what they can control. Right. And so if you start to be focused on all these external factors of, you know, maybe you're not happy with the politics, you're not happy with the supply chain, you're not happy with the inflation. Well, there's not much that you can do to control that except by controlling your life yourself, right? And and trying to take control of those things that you can, which is finding new products and pricing accordingly and, and looking after other streams of income and wholesale opportunities and all kinds of stuff. If you take control of what you can control, I guarantee that it will end up better than if you didn't. So it's a good opportunity right now to start thinking in that way, to start looking at what you can control in your life and uh, trying to uh, take advantage of that as much as possible. And, and you know what this, you've heard of the serenity prayer, I'm assuming. You know what that is, right? Yeah, I don't know prayer. the prayer itself, but I've heard yeah, it. Yeah, I don't have it memorized. I, yeah. Google it for those listeners. If you don't know what it is, Google it. It's basically asking God to help you know the difference between the things you can and can't control. So you know what to focus on and what to leave to God. Uh, it's a great, it's a beautiful prayer. Get the full version of it. It's a pretty extended version. The short versions used sometimes, but Google the serenity prayer sometime. Those who don't know what it is. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, to go to your point, Jimmy, that's beautifully said, man. Well, I'm going to wrap this one up. Thank the listeners for hanging out with us a little bit today. And like I say so often on this show, I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did because I sure learn a lot every time I hang out with the great guests in our community and the great leaders in our community like Jimmy. So a lot of links for you to check out. 
in the show notes today, a whole bunch of them. So go over there, grab a copy of Jimmy's book. It's being updated, but the old version is still awesome. We'll have a link to that. There's going to be a lot of new stuff coming in early 2022 with his new book. AskJimmySmith.com was the resource of of the day. I think we'll say, hey, today's show is sponsored by AskJimmySmith.com. <laughs> but uh, man, it's sure good hanging out with you, Jimmy. Thanks again, buddy. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And to all the listeners, God bless you guys. We're in your corner. We're here for you. We've got a team of about 100 really cool people like Jimmy and our moderators and our coaches. We all do this because we care. We love this community. We want to see you succeed. We're in your corner. We're praying for you. If there's anything we can do to serve you, please reach out. We're here. All right. Until next time, God bless you. And we'll talk to you then. Bless. Thank you. Hey, before I let you go, one last reminder about Sellix.com, S-E-L-L-I-C-S.com. They can help you analyze your pay-per-click campaigns for free with their market-leading Amazon PPC evaluation tool. Get started now by visiting Sellix.com slash silent sales. After you submit your request, you'll receive a monthly email that shows you the exact changes you should be making to achieve a lower average cost per sale spend on your ads. Plus, I want to remind you that all listeners today receive an optional bonus call with a Celix pay-per-click expert to discuss your campaigns. That's a $400 value. So start evaluating your campaigns now for free by visiting Celix.com slash silent sales. Hey, we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.